I really wanted to dive right in today to that plus size conversation because it's one I don't have enough. And I was like, I really want to have this conversation. What does it mean? What is plus size? The stats around it are really crazy. And I just don't think enough people talk about it. And like, who else am I going to have this conversation with but you? I'm getting to the point where it's like, I can't just prepare for what I expect. I got to prepare for the unexpected. If I have to pitch myself in a moment's time, am I ready? Or am I going to miss that opportunity because I'm not dressed? What's up, Style Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Style for Life. Today is a banger. I got one of my style sisters on the show today. We cut up. We have fun. You're going to love it. So I have my girl, Tara Styles. She is a TV plus size stylist. She's killing the game right now. We met through um, one of our styling group trainings and all that and quickly became style sisters. We reach out to each other, support each other all the time. And I was so excited to get her on the show because she is the plus size style queen. Queen. And you are going to love it. I felt like this was something I don't talk about enough on the show. So I was really, really, really excited to get her on the show. We talk about all the things that come along with plus size styling. We talk about how to style your fupa. We talk about shapewear. We talk about the mindset. She drops some gems that are going to have you dying and freaking out and thinking about style in a way you've just never thought about it before. So if you feel like this is an area that you want to dig into more. And by plus size, we talk about this. Plus size in America, technical definition is size 14 and up. Like 70% of women in the United States are considered plus size. Now, her and I break this down a little bit on what we consider plus size and where things start. I think you'll like this episode a lot. If anything, she drops gems that don't matter whether you're plus size or not. Really, the mindset stuff is the mindset stuff that we all need to get through. And honestly, it's just a really good episode, if I do say so myself. I love that girl. So tune in, stay tuned. And before I let you go to Atara, don't forget, we're still doing the Katie Just not the Katie Just Styled, excuse me, the Style Squad giveaway at on katiejuststyled.com backslash giveaway. So you can enter to win three months free into the Style Squad. The Style Squad, you ask, when is it? Who's it for? It's for creative female entrepreneurs who are looking, obviously, for community of like-minded women who are fucking badass and amazing, but also on a journey to really like unveiling what their signature style is, how they can use it to make more impact with their brands and their business, and of course, their life. It's the sweet spot of style is that the crossover between our real life and our business, or I should say our personal life because our real life is our business. Our personal life and our business, it's a both. All my business owners out there, investing in your style is a tax write-off don't forget it is part of your business plan but it's three free months into the style squad it's a community of women where we go on that transformational journey 
to really uncover who you are, what your values are, and how to express them. We do that with our private, off of social media, exclusive community and heartbeat. It's a dope, I promise. We have weekly prompts. We do challenges, monthly mood boards, um, seasonal trends. Don't shop anything yet because some juicy, juicy stuff is coming this fall. And so much goodness is coming out of there. We just had someone join and she was like, oh shit, I wasn't ready for how fun this is. It's a really active, great, fun community. So if you've been eyeing or you've been listening to the podcast, this giveaway is for you only. I'm not advertising this on social. I'm not advertising this in my emails. Friends, sisters, cousins, aunts, kids, nobody but you. Style Nation podcast listeners of Style for Life are the only people invited to this three months of free into the style squad. We'll pick one lucky winner on the 25th. So you have to enter to win now. It's super juicy. And you'll get three months free starting on September 1st. These will be the most magical three months to be in the style squad. Because fashion in the fall... There's nothing like it, but we're going to dive in deep. It's not just about buying and shopping clothes. It's really, like I said, around understanding who you are. So katiejuststyle.com backslash giveaway. You can enter as many times as you want. Winner will be picked on the 25th. Winner will be announced here on the podcast only because this is a podcast exclusive giveaway here on the podcast on the 28th. Yeah. So I can't wait. I... Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode with Atara. So many gems. Oh my God. Just look for the gem about butterflies. That's all I'm going to say. Tell me when you find it. All right. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I will see you on the flip side. Atara, welcome to the podcast. I am so high and I cannot wait to talk to you. I'm so excited. <laughs> Yes, long time in the making. So glad to be here. Thank you for having me, Katie. Oh, I want to squeeze you. Okay, I'm so excited. I'm like, I don't know if I was like, oh my God, I just came home from Beyonce. And I get to talk to Atara today. And I'm like, well, I, I don't I don't even know who I am as a person right now. I'm a new woman. <laughs> Are we fangirl for each other? Just know that. Just know that. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to squeeze you in real life in a couple of uh, Yes, very soon. Counting down. Two months to go. Two months. Two months to go. I can't wait. Tara Styles, my style sister, my style friend, thank you for being on the show today. Introduce yourself. So, hey, y'all. I'm a Tara Styles, award-winning plus-size wardrobe stylist and TV style expert located in Baltimore, Maryland. I am the founder of the Tara Styles Agency, which is the nation's leading exclusively plus-size styling agency. I help highly seasoned CEOs, speakers, and public figures thicken their authority by spicing up their style sauce. And I'm so happy to be here today. And I'm also a mommy and a Leo. And um, yeah, that's it. Oh, and I love color. I love it. Love it. And it's Leo season, right? Yes, come on. And I'm one of those Leos. I'm an August Leo, proud August Leo. And it's the energy. It's the energy. Yes. But hold on, but hold on. I'm I have full body chills because I have to go back to thicken up their authority. Uh-huh. Yes. yes. Say it again. Just yes. say it again one time for the ladies in the back. <laughs> All right, let me let me switch it up a little. Let me change the a little bit. Thicken your authority. <laughs> 
Oh, right. yes, but yeah, they yeah. can get authority. Absolutely, like yeah, let's lay it on thick. Yes, yes, I yeah. love it. This is why I wanted to have this conversation with you. This is why I wanted to have you on the podcast. You are all things. So I really wanted to dive right in today to that plus size conversation because it's why I don't have enough. And I was like, I really want to have this conversation. What does it mean? What is plus size? The stats around it are really crazy. And I just don't think enough people talk about it. And like, who else am I going to have this conversation with but you? Yes. And I also... To, to that point, when it comes to what's considered plus size and things like that, I will say this. Torrid, Ashley Stewart are plus size clothing stores and they started at 10-12. But there's so much societal dissociation with wanting to be considered plus size that a lot of people kind of find themselves either in the middle and don't know how to identify or they just rather feel like they're not. Um, but reality says, hey... Plus size clothing stores that start at 10. So to me, 10 and up, that's who we work with in my agency. If you're 10 and up, you're getting in. <laughs> so um, I don't, you know, like to have that argument. I know what the dictionary says. The dictionary says 14, but yes, I honestly do believe that 10s and 12s also could be classified as plus, or if not, could be classified as in the middle and kind of can go both sides. Because I know some women who are 12s at the top, but they have to go to the plus size store for their bottoms. You know, it depends. Yes. Mm -hmm. So for 10 and up, it's time to thicken up. Exactly. Hey, I like that. That might be another caption, honey. (laughs) That's a caption. I'm going to write that down. Yes. Girl, we're going to have all the gems after this one. Yes, a lot of mic drop moments coming this hour. Yes. So what do you want? I really, like I said, there's something I don't talk about enough. And on the podcast, I really love to go go deep into the mindset stuff because you and Uh I both know, you and I both know a great outfit starts with a great mindset. So I really want to dig into mindset stuff. Then I absolutely want to talk about all any tips or any style inspo that you want to share with the ladies. But let's just kick it off with like, what do you want? all women, all plus size women to just know? Like, what do you want them to know in this moment? The style is not relegated to size. Confidence is not relegated to size. And none of those things are dependent on how you show up. You know, a lot of people are like, well, I'll show up when I lose weight. Why? I'll dress better when I lose weight. Why? Is style a reward or is style an inherent right that you have? something that everybody should be entitled to no matter what size you are. That's what I want women to know because I do feel like there's so much conversation around, oh, when I lose weight, I'll get a new wardrobe. Why can't you get a new wardrobe? Because you exist. What's up with that? You know, like, why can't you treat yourself to a nice outfit because you're amazing? Why does it have to be because I lost weight or because I'm smaller now or my clothes no longer fit? Okay, I'm writing that one down. Why... Because you exist, period. Right. Like you close. I mean, it's, unless the law changes anytime soon, clothes are a requirement. So why would you ever deny yourself the opportunity to look amazing at any stage or any facet of your journey? Even if you are in the process of losing weight, there are pieces that are called one size pieces. There are pieces that just work well with time. And there are ways that you can restyle pieces that may be too big to make them fit. I mean, we see a lot of influencers now like, using like going to like thrifting and stuff and they're getting three X's and they probably fit a medium or large and they make it look amazing. So why can't you take a piece that's too big that you invested in and still make it work for your smaller body? So all I hear are excuses. 
that's all I hear. Yes. (laughs) One of the big excuses I get about that is, Uh well, what do I do? Like, I don't want to invest the money into the clothes. Mm -hmm. Like, do you have, like, what's your one, like, what's your go-to for that? Like, I have all these different things that we can go to, but what is it? What's the thing? How do we get them over that hump? Hmm. I don't sell them the actual clothes. I sell them the results of being in the clothes, the endless compliments, the new love that you're going to find because you look amazing and people are captivated by you. Being able to go into a room and, and negotiate and get people's attention that you wouldn't normally get. I normally tell them, show them the other side of the bridge. Clothing is the bridge, but getting you across that bridge and what comes to opportunities that are going to come as a result of you showing up for yourself in a different way. I'm sorry, but if I go to the gas station and my quote unquote gas station closed, nobody's holding the door for me. (laughs) You know, but when you go to, when you look important, when you look like you take care of yourself and you prioritize your being and how you show up. It, it affects the energy and attitude of everybody who comes in contact with. People will break their neck to hold the door for you when you are well put together. It's just a thing. Unfortunately, that's how our society is. We're visual. We're very fickle. And that's just how it is. So it's important when you show up for yourself and you show that you take care of yourself, people are going to take care of you. Mm, that's I love that. When you show up and take care of yourself, people are going to take care of you. <laughs> right. Right. If you don't look like you value yourself, why should anybody value you? Yes. Yes. I love it. You said hold the door. That's the number one thing I hear people say, like in the style squad, someone will say, I was wearing this and people held the door for me and they're like shocked. It's it's a thing. Like I tell people, like you think about like, even in the nightclubs, if you look a certain way, you don't have to stand in line. They're going to let you jump the line. You'll be VIP or you'll be treated differently. There used to be a nightclub here in Baltimore years ago where if your outfit wasn't right, they weren't letting you in. Like that's how it used to be. Like literally you can be, people don't realize how clothes can open doors. They don't realize (laughs) image. Just, it just, people don't realize that power that comes from, you know, just showing up and, Standing out. It's so true. So one thing I hear a lot that is a pet peeve of mine, and I'd love to have this conversation with you, is Uh I agree with all of that through and through. And if one more person shows up on a Zoom with me and doesn't respect the meeting just because it's Zoom and feels like they don't want to get dressed, like it, it, I literally, it makes me want to crawl in a hole. But the one thing I always hear that drives me nuts is people are always like, but why am I going to get up, get dressed up if no one's going to see me? And I'm like, but you see you. For me, my, my, my attire is a part of my package deal. I think like it's a part of my energy. So I feel different and I present differently when I'm dressed. So I, I hear that argument, but I also, I feel like we need to treat every opportunity because regardless of if you're going to actually put this out visually as a video, I still feel like give the same intent, give the same energy. And this is great practice for whatever else you're doing, speaking engagements, Zoom interviews, all of that stuff. Always show up. You just never know. You just never know. It's, it's back the tone for my day. If I don't do this for things like this, I just can't be, I can't, I can't do it. Can't yeah. do it. I even yeah. if I'm working from home and it's just me and it's a content creation day and it's a behind the scenes. Right. Still. Right. That's right. Yeah. Because the first voice that matters, the first opinion that matters is mine. Mm-hmm. And every time I see mm-hmm. myself in the mirror and then because 
I feel like that's like your practice run, right? So then when you do show up in public and you do show up in doing the things and people are holding right. for you, you can receive that energy because you've learned to receive it for yourself. Yeah. And I used to kind of feel like Zoom, like on like certain things, like, well, if it's Zoom makes it, takes away the formality of it. But like I had just did a piece on like interviewing and stuff like that. And there really are people who show up to job interviews on Zoom thinking that it's less effort, which mm-hmm. I... Just to understand, like, give the same, like I said, give the same respect to any meeting you would give to an in-person meeting, you know? So, yeah. I love it. And plus, like, we're both stylists. There's no way I'm coming on here. (laughs) (laughs) Together. And I want to get behind the scenes and stuff. Like, it's absolutely no way. I'm going to show up for my girl. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) There's no way. Um, Let me ask you another question. What do you think is... Uh In the plus size community, do you think that there's mindset hurdles that those women need to get over that look different than other women? Or do you think the through line is kind of there no matter what? I'll be honest. I don't, no matter what weight a person is, I think we all have the same mindset issues. I just think for plus size, a lot of it, especially if you grew up plus size, some of that it starts as in childhood, um, ingrained. It could be that family member that used to make fun of you or made jokes when they saw you in certain colors or being bullied. Like we have to begin to heal some of the stuff, which I call what I call style trauma. Like I know people to this day who will not wear a bathing suit in public because years ago at the public pool, you know, someone laughed at them or they felt ostracized because their body was different from maybe the other children and things like that. So there's definitely some work needs to be done. But I think with plus size is different because think about it. Like when we were in high school, our definition of weight gain or, or being heavy is different from as an adult. What we thought was one way is different now. I think with plus size, if you've always have battled with that, it's, it's hard to break away. It's just hard to break away. So I feel like our challenges are a little more, um, a little more, how do I say this, prevalent with how we see ourselves. And that mindset work has to be done. Um, and I, most of the time for us, it does start with what somebody did or what someone said. Whereas when you are a straight-sized woman, you may have those mindset issues, but I think they're maybe slightly easier to overcome because we have so much messaging as plus-size women against us being undesirable and not being fashionable, not being desired. And if we look at the grand scope of like movies and things like that, rarely are we the love interests, rarely are we the lead. Normally we're the funny friend, the sad friend, the depressed friend, uh, the loud mouth, controlling bully, the the mother figure. Those are normally the roles we're casted in. So if we don't see ourselves out there in society being the leaders, the the change makers, the the one that all the men want, then what else is left for us? Shout out to Survival of the Thickest. Like, yeah. <laughs> so glad to see that change is coming. Change is coming. I'm so glad to see it. I'm so glad to see it. Um, to see strong plus size women leading and living life and doing the damn thing. Yes. That's what I was literally thinking. uh, So right before, like full disclosure, right before the interview, I was going to the bathroom and I was like, this weekend at the concert, when I was Uh at the Beyonce concert, every person in that stadium was dressed to them, just their fullest expression of themselves, all shapes, all sizes, all colors, all everything, all preferences. 
And it was just nothing but love from start to finish. Like there was never a moment that it, it was just amazing. And I was like, how do we, like, this is a conversation I want to have with Atara. How do we take that energy that we reserve for these special occasions and just have more of it every day? How do we just like weave that through and through? And like, people were just like screaming at each other. Like, I love your outfit. You go. Like, just like, it was, I had, of course I was like, couldn't handle it because it's what I live for. But it's like, how do we get more of that like every day? I think it boils down to having a personal style, something that you can follow and av- what I call avatars of who you want to be and maintaining that. Like, don't just get dressed up for occasions. Stop reserving your good shit just for um, the 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 e- birthday parties. Like, we don't just get like in my like in person like an African American culture, people get dressed up to go to the doctor. So we only dress up for the doctor. We only dress up for funerals, weddings, birthdays, and church. No, like you should want to put your good stuff on always. Tomorrow is not promised. So that fur coat can't wait six months. <laughs> okay. Like, like, so your style is an extension of your authenticity. It's an extension of your self-expression. So whatever your Beyonce concert is, whether it's work, whether it's that presentation, whether it's that upcoming event, that red carpet, you should have maintained that same energy every time. And it makes getting dressed so much more easier when you're not only looking at the big events. If that is the the act that you follow all the time, it's nothing to get dressed. But if you only are seeking style guidance or if you're only seeking to look your best when you're going to events like a concert or a red carpet, it's going to be hard for you to get dressed. But if this is what you're doing, it becomes a muscle. Style is a muscle. So if you're constantly putting that energy into your looks and putting that effort in, it gets easier and easier. And then you give people something to look forward to. That consistency is going to help build your credibility. It's going to build your reputation too. People are going to be like, well, I can't wait to see what she's wearing this time. Yeah. Not, oh, it's a special occasion. She looks nice, but we know tomorrow this, the pumpkin is coming back. Like, we don't want that. <laughs> you know, like, we want you to have that consistent appeal. And people get excited by stuff like that. Like, why do you think there's so many fashion blogs? People want to know what you're wearing. Yes, it's aspirational and it builds trust. Yes. Consistency yes. builds trust. Mm-hmm. Like, for all the leading ladies and for all the entrepreneurs, that's I'm like, these people are trusting. If you can be consistent in that daily habit of dressing up, then you are consistent in other areas of your life. Right. Yeah. Say hi. I love that so much. Can you tell me quickly about some of the avatars? Yes. So I try to make them custom for every client. So depending on what their style goals are, like for instance, I had one where she was, um, she was doing with project management, project manager or whatever. So we said that we were going to call call her the PMP or whatever, but we were going to use polished. What was the other word? I forgot. But they were like polished and profitable, whatever. But just like making it fun, not sophisticated, chic. That's overrunning cliche. I want something. I want to give everybody something that's hot and saucy when you think of it, because then that gives you something to really look forward to. Because sophisticated and chic are such broad terms and so subjective. I want people to get specific about how they're showing up. So for me, like for instance, I might say Katie's style could be effervescent, bubbly, and expressive, or something like that. But giving you something to use as a roadmap. So like when you are picking out things for your wardrobe. 
does this make me feel expressive? Do I feel saucy in this? Like, do I feel bubbly when I put this on? If you don't know, and this is another thing I like to tell people, it's A plus season. If it's not an A plus, why is it in your closet? Why are we settling for the Bs and the B minuses? Definitely not Fs and Cs. Absolutely unacceptable. If it's not an A plus, you don't want it. And Just like you say, treat your wardrobe like a man. If it don't give you butterflies, take it off, baby. Take it off, baby. Right. Right. That's it. Interviews over. Yes, and start over. That's right. Start over. I love that so much. If it doesn't give you butterflies, take it off. Yes, and this can apply to anything, not just like a dress. I mean, same with like your sweatpants or like people like, hey, but your chill clothes are cute. I know. (laughs) Like I put a lot of effort into that. Exactly. Like casual does not have to mean low effort. Casual does not have to mean um, it's, you know, like you don't care. Casual. There's so many options now. Like there's no reason that your casual wear or your active wear can't be spicy and sexy or fun. You know, you know, let's 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 step it up a little bit. Yes. Yes. The oh, but I'm casual. Me, too. I, my favorite thing to wear is sneakers and a T-shirt, but it's not going to be doesn't mean it's I rolled out of bed with no makeup and a messy bun. What would you say is your like go to look when you're when you're just like it's just a it's a cool day hanging out with your husband or your kids? Like what's your like go to like style formula? Uh, easy. So it's either a really cute tank top or a T-shirt. Uh-huh. Like right now, summertime, I have one tank top that I love. It's got some um, contrast trim, cut off shorts, cute sandals. And then my face is just done and my hair is done. Just having my face mm-hmm. and my hair done elevates the casualness of the cutoffs and the tags. People don't understand that. Sometimes I work with clients, like for photo shoots, and I'm like, okay, you're looking at you in an outfit, but wait till the hair and makeup is done. Then the, the light switch is going to go off. People don't understand what that does and take how it takes you there. Yeah. Every time, because I I know casual. When people come at me and they say casual, I'm like, no, I know casual. Okay, I'm the queen of casual. You're not gonna run it past me. But it all comes down to those little nuancey things of like how we're doing our hair, what jewelry we're wearing, our our nails done, just all those little extras. We could do yes. casual, most definitely. Yes. Nice. Yeah. And and I mean, now you even have business casual, which to me, I'm being honest with y'all. Business casual is so confusing to me. It's one of the most confusing things. It's like that fine line, like you could easily just fall onto one side. But yeah, business casual to me is a joke. Especially <laughs> it's for, a joke. for women, it, it it's so blurry. It doesn't make sense. For men, I think it's a little bit easier because right. in my mind, it's like, okay, don't wear a tie. <laughs> like that's it. Right. For me, business casual, if you say business casual, okay, I'm gonna dress like business because I don't want to make I want to make sure I do not mess this up. <laughs> exactly. I'm Right. Overdress. I'd rather be overdressed and underdressed any day. Yeah, I, me too. Because right. underdress will make me turn around and go back home. And like you said, it's A plus season, right? So Right, right. And you just never know who's going to be in a room. Like, I'm getting to the point where it's like, I can't just prepare for what I expect. I got to prepare for the unexpected. If I have to pitch myself in a moment's time, am I ready? Or am I going to miss that opportunity because I'm not dressed? Yes. And it's not even that it's not even yeah. that the person won't pay attention to you because you're not dressed. I mean, that could be part of it. But the other big part of it is you won't even have the damn confidence. Right. You don't feel like it. Yeah. And yep. you won't bring your best energy, period. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, 
so juicy. So let's shift. I have to talk about something else that you talked about on your Instagram. I tell you all the time, like your Instagram is my style. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Your fupa is fashionable. Yes, it is. Let her live. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So for anybody who's listening, fupa is a acronym for fatty upper pubic area. So pretty much anybody who may have what they call like an apron belly or B belly, your stomach hangs over. You don't have like the defined. I am really big on showing women how to dress that without making it feel like it's a hindrance. No, this is an asset, honey. You better wear it. (laughs) Like showing people that is fashionable because people will avoid certain types of clothes because they think they can't wear them because they have they have this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's no. that's where I'm with it. Um, there are certain silhouettes that frame you better. There's great shapewear that you can wear. All those things. You shouldn't be afraid to, like, I think one of the biggest things I see women who have a fupa or like myself or who have like a apple shape or that type of body type they like they avoid jumpsuits or anything that's like one piece. They'll avoid it. They avoid body con. And sometimes some body cons are bad, but with the right shapewear or the right, or, or if it's just the right material silhouette for you, it can work. So really showing people and reframing that mindset of how to, you know, embrace your body. Yes. Mm-hmm. I hear that one a lot of like, people will totally block out certain things. And I'm like, there's ways around this there's just so many ways to embrace it and just it's your body. You shouldn't be ashamed of any parts of your body. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, we also, in a, we also are in a, a world now where everything, you know, you can go to a doctor and have it removed. So people feel that pressure, which I say, Hey, if I get the money, I'm going to do it. You know, But it's like, you have to also not allow that to sway you. Yes. If I don't look like this or if I don't have the means to do these types of procedures that I can't live my best life or I can't feel my absolute best in my clothing and things like that. Like, yes. I don't think that that's that's not a reason to hold yourself back. Yes. Yes. That's what I mean. Like, don't just because it's not that we just hold it's not that we're doing the research and we're like, oh, I'm gonna hold myself back and I'm not gonna wear this. We just hold ourselves back in general. And then we're like, well, then I just won't get dressed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's why I'm like, let's stop that. That's where we're just holding back everything. Um, you've said it twice, so I have to know. Do you have a favorite shapewear brand? Yes. Um, one of my absolute favorites is Shape LX, LLX. Um, I actually use them a lot, but the only thing with Shape LLX is they don't have a lot of seamless styles. So my go-to for seamless styles is Shaper Mint. I, I love, love Shaper Mint. Yes, Shaper Mint, and they're so comfortable. Like most of my clients, I put shape, put them in Shaper Mint. They love it because it's comfortable. It's it's shapes, but it's not like a, a squeezy type shaper. Yeah. And they're affordable. Very much, girl. They always got a sale. Always, always. My yeah. Honey, Honey Love is another good one. Honey Love is another good one. Yes, you can get them from Nordstrom as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to ask. So while we're talking about brands. Hmm. Let's talk on that for a few minutes. Um, that's one thing I feel like people come that that's one of the biggest things I feel like when someone comes to work with me is they want to be introduced to new brands and yeah. sometimes they want permission to shop at certain brands. Can you talk about that for a minute? Mm-hmm. Oh, so permission. That's so when you say that, can you expound on what you mean by permission? 
Well, for me, the one I hear a lot, um, I feel like the pain point that a lot of my clients is age or I'm a mother, right? So it's like, uh, am I allowed to still shop at J. Crew? I saw this shirt I like. Am I allowed to still shop here? Do moms shop here? That 40 plus crowd is my go-to crowd, right? And so they're at this age where like their kids are not needing their like every moment of attention. So they're getting back into themselves a bit. But now they're like, I can't shop at places I used to shop. So I have two questions. Number one, do they sell clothes? <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. There's three questions. Do they sell clothes? If the answer is yes, go to step number two. Do they come in your size? If the answer is yes, go to number three. Are you able to purchase them? Then the answer is yes. <laughs> you can shop anywhere you want. <laughs> do you like them? <laughs> Then keep going. That's amazing. I get the blanket out the um out of the ottoman. It's in there, okay. All right. Yeah, but yeah, I it always kills me. Like, I mean, I do feel like some stores the marketing leans towards a certain age group, but if I like something, I'm gonna buy it. I'm in my 30s now. I will still shop for Forever 21. If I like something at Forever 21, <laughs> I will still shop there. Amen. I was one of the seasonal style books we were doing, and uh-huh. I had a skirt in there. I think it was from J. Crew or Abercrombie or something. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I was like, "Yes, you can shop anywhere you want, anywhere." Now, I will say some places lean towards an older crowd, so if somebody's younger. But if that's what you like, you know, go for it. You know, like when I think of like Chico's and Ann Taylor and you know some of these other brands, I'm like, yeah, they do kind of have. They're more for the mature crowd, but they do have some bangers in there. You know, so it just depends. You got to kind of cherry pick your wardrobe. You know, I'm not I'm not one person that just stays married to one brand. You know, you might find a couple good things here or you may really love, for instance, like Mrs. White House Black Market. I love them. Like they have gorgeous (laughs) pieces, but I'm not going to buy my entire wardrobe for them. But you might really like like bananas blazers or something like that. So you just have to find what works for you. Yes. And a, a lot of times time it works for you. And I tell people all the time, if it does work for you, you also don't have to reinvent the wheel. Right. And if it's an investment piece, you're going to hold it for much longer than you would otherwise. Like Veronica Beard, like her stuff, buy it. Because <laughs> then you won't be buying another suit in a year. That suit's going to last you for however long, long as you take care of it. So sometimes it's worth the investment. So don't always be price sensitive because when you're investing in something that has longevity, whereas you might spend a hundred bucks on something that's not going to last, you spend 500 on something that's going to last five years. What was really the, what was really the waste of money? Yeah. Or what was really the splurge? The splurge was the hundred dollar piece. That's not going to last you. The actual investment piece is going to give you time and it's quality. So. Amen. That's an amazing way to think of the splurge. The splurge is actually the thing that's not going to last you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so juicy. That's so good. Is there any brands out there that you feel like people like I remember you did this story on plus size brands and talking about Catherine's and some of the other plus size brands. <laughs> and there's so many juicy ones out there. But again, I think when people take themselves out of the game, it's hard to keep up, right? Is there any yeah. other brands you want to just drop real quickly? Like, don't forget these brands exist and you can shop there. Yes. And if you are a person that doesn't like shopping and doing checking out multiple carts, try marketplaces like Dia & Co., um, Eleven Honore. These brands are places that have multiple peoples, uh, multiple brands in one, but they're all plus size. Um, 
Bakul is a really good like luxury plus size brand. Um, a lot of people don't know about because most of the time you hear plus size and luxury, they just don't get married like that. So I always love pointing out those options. Another good um, marketplace is InSize. They have a lot of different plus size brands on there, brands that you may not have even heard of before. Um, another place I like for plus size, um, I'm big on boutiques. I do like boutiques, but if you're not like, if you're big on quality, boutiques may not always be your go-to. I love Ivy City. Mm-hmm. Ivy City has beautiful dresses. I love Selkie. Selkie has beautiful dresses. Um, if you're into like very much like that, like Brigerton or like the, it's like the fluffy, flowy garden party style of, of dresses, they're great places to look as well. Yes. I love that. The Bacal, I haven't heard of them. Yeah. B-A-A-C-A-L. Yes, girl. They, so she's more of like a boutique luxury brand, but the pieces are beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Thank you for dropping though. There's some good ones in there. Um, Some of them I knew, some of them I didn't know. And it's, and the other thing, like you can Google sometimes, but your web browser is gonna the SEO, right? The SEO is gonna bring up uh, um, Lane Bryant, Eloquy, yeah. Torrid, the the ones we all know of, and that's why I didn't name them because everybody knows them. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, ooh, I want to talk about this because I think it's really important, and I just. And there's so many good brands that not everyone can know all of them anyway, but they are out there and they're just waiting for you to get your avatar lined up and come do some shopping. Yeah. I'm also trying to think, I know another challenge too for plus size women is shoes. Um, so there's some, there's some brands that I know of Vela shoes. They go up to, I think she goes up to a 13 or 14. So she does extended sizes. Um, Long tall Sally is also a great place to look. Um, what else? Tourist shoes there. They've always been great wide for wide lifts. Um, what's the other one? Um, shoot. Uh, it's slipping my mind. If it comes back to me, I'll come back to it. But there's a couple brands that I also look at for shoes that are pretty good when it comes to wide feet or larger sizes. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, you're awesome. But before I let you go, I want to just talk about a couple more. The brands are awesome. Is there, I want to dig into maybe just a couple more style tips or techniques mm-hmm. or things that mm-hmm. you want to share that you feel like are super important in that plus size space more than anywhere else. Being mindful, one of the biggest things, um, take you back to shapewear, being mindful of the type of shapewear that you're purchasing. Um, little things matter. Like if you, for instance, if your shapewear has like a, boning or like a zipper line in it or seams in it, you don't put that under certain materials because it's going to show through. So you want to be mindful of whatever fabrics that you're wearing, that you are wearing shapewear that is going to complement it. So if you're wearing something very tight to the body, it needs to be seamless. Otherwise, all your secrets are going to be showing. (laughs) You know, um, another thing that um, I am big on with plus size styling is colors and how they complement each other i'm huge on color but certain colors just don't go together you really have to be mindful of the intensity um balancing um i've heard things like oh i wear you're supposed to be light and dark i don't necessarily subscribe to that it's really about how the colors flow so knowing your season or knowing um the different tones what really is going to bring out your skin that's important um for my women who do have fupas one of my favorite uh combinations is like is a bodysuit 
with like a tulip hem skirt or asymmetrical hem skirt. Like they just do us so well. Um, what else? Hmm. Oh, if you are on the petite side, make sure that the clothing that you're wearing, don't be afraid of stripes. Vertical stripes actually help elongate you. And plus size women, don't be afraid of stripes, period, because stripes actually can help you. I've always heard growing up as a kid, don't wear horizontal stripes. But when you wear vertical stripes, they elongate you. Wearing pointed toe heels will help elongate you if you are sure. I hate round toe heels. That's another thing. That is one of the peeves of mine. I cannot put my clients in round toe heels unless they're boots. I can't do it. They have to be pointed. It's just something about it. It's just sexier to me. It's more elevated. If you want to look taller, you're on a petite lady, pointed toe heels, pointed toe pumps. For yeah, sure. I think round toe shoes are very childlike to me. They don't scream. They are. That's the word for it. That's exactly what it is. It is. It makes you think about Mary Jane's or saddle shoes. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh-huh. like there's no authority in them. No one's like walking in the room like thinking like, oh my God, look at her, Mary Jane's. She's definitely about to like show us what it's all about. <laughs> yeah, she's going to tear it up. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely feel like probably um, only thing I'll do that's a round toe is a boot. That's yes. It. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Boots carry a totally different energy. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> what am I... I have someone that helps me pull clothes sometimes. And today she messaged me and she said, Katie, <laughs> she said, sometimes some people like round toes. I was like, I know, sorry, but I can't. I can't. It's hard. I it's can't. so hard. It's so hard. I'm also not a big necklace person. Mm-hmm. I, even though people love the accessories I put on them, rarely do I pull for necklaces. I'm just not a necklace person. What's your favorite accessory? Earrings, statement earrings. Yeah. I also like like cocktail rings, like big rings. I, I like love rings. cocktail rings. Yes. I love yes. cocktail rings. Like I not like the 18, but nothing like that. <laughs> but like a nice big, like something juicy on the oh, I love it. Yes, I guess yes. when you talk with your hands, I love yes. a really good cocktail ring. I would have to mm-hmm. say earrings are I don't know what it is about earrings. I think there's something really magical about earrings. I was at a, the weekend we were away and we were all in the pool and like everyone had on fabulous earrings. And one of the girls at one moment was like, I feel like I need to go put on new earrings. And I don't know what it was. It was just like, and they were all very specific to who we were. And I just, I don't know, maybe it's because they're by your face. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I can remember like as a kid, I didn't feel, I didn't feel pretty until I put my earrings on. <laughs> like, yeah, like I just love, I love a stud, like everyday casual days. But like when I go out, I love something that is going to stun for sure. Yes. Well, now that we're talking about accessories, um, then what's your favorite lipstick? You know, I have to ask. My absolute favorite top two are MAC Honey Love. That's one of my favorite lip colors. Also, um, I love MAC's. They have like a liquid red lipstick. It's called Feels So Grand. When I put that on, I feel so grand. It's such a pretty, I love a red matte liquid lipstick. I do not like cream-based uh, red lipsticks. I like something that's gonna, not going to move, that's going to stay, and it just looks beautiful. Those yeah. are my top favorite. Yeah. And I, I always love your lipsticks. Like the one you have on, you have to share. Well, they can't see it, but <laughs> I, it's gorgeous. Uh, this is Fenty Rihanna's Unlocked. Oh, yes. I love her collection. Mm-hmm. It's so potent like it's so pink yes and easy to apply like you look at that brush and you think it's going to be problematic but that applicator is actually perfect for doing a lip a colored lip 
Yeah. And just like, I just let it like sit for like 10 seconds before I do anything. And then it lasts all day. And yeah. it's just so deep. Mac was my very first. That's how I fell in love with makeup was just like mm-hmm. Mac lipstick. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> so we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a big vibes. Um, you're amazing. I, I mean, my two, how are you? My two favorite thinking up your authority. And if you put on an outfit and it's like your man and it's not giving you the butterflies, let it go. Mm-hmm. It's yes. fun. That's amazing. Um, yeah. I just love your point of view on styling and just like showing up and you're so inspirational and just that everybody, not just plus size women. I just, you, I just wanted you to share that side of your messaging here because I know I don't touch on it enough, but like you are style inspo through and through for everybody. Thank you for being you. Oh, you too. And I'm so glad we connected I, from, from, from that, um, from human strength. That's how it happened. Right. Um, yeah. We just kind of just like, yeah, it's been awesome. I can't wait to see what else you're doing. I can't wait for us to team up and do some hot shit real soon. Can't wait. So, get ready. Yes. 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 Tell everybody so about your brunch coming up in October for any of our East Coast ladies or anyone that mm-hmm. wants to fly out to the East Coast and hang out with us East Coast baddies. Yes, so I am the, also the founder of an event called the Styles Brunch. It is happening in Baltimore, October 8th. And let me mention, this is a biannual event. So if you don't catch it in 23, we'll see you in 2025. It's going to be happening in Baltimore. We're going to have a panel, carpet. There's going to be vendors. There's going to be so many amazing surprises. I have a reputation for having amazing events. You do not want to miss it. Katie is going to be one of our amazing elite SIP guests. She's going to be networking at our cocktail hour and getting to meet all the amazing, fabulous people. And this brunch is in celebration of self-expression, being fashion forward. It's a celebration of women of size and just that power that we haven't shown up for ourselves. This is what I call your Easter Sunday of brunches. If we think about in the community what Easter Sunday is, that's when you absolutely show up absolute best i want people to bring their a game this is not the brunch to come in your jeans and your sweats we have a style code the style code is vitamin c juicy shades of orange lime green um grapefruit pink and um lemon yellow so the colors are gonna be bomb it's gonna be a beautiful fruit salad so y'all come join us <laughs> yeah. Yeah. beautiful yeah thank you so much for being on the show tara come to the style thank you where can yes. I am a Tar Styles everywhere on tarstyles.com. If you are looking for um, more information on the shapewear, I'm going to be having a guide join the waitlist for the shape plus size shapewear waitlist. That's also where you can purchase tickets for the Styles Brunch. A Tar Styles on Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Facebook. Yeah, that's it. Everywhere. So you can find me the same way all across all platforms. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me, Katie. Love you, girl.